Dee. We've got both Jessica and Ashley Simpson together. Jessica Simpson. I belong to me. Simpson and Nick Lachey. All you newlywed couples out there, can you imagine allowing a camera crew to follow you around day and night? Is this chicken what I have or is this fish? Hey, what's up? I'm Ashley Simpson. Welcome. Please welcome Ashley Simpson. Coming up, Ashley Simpson right here on the VIP. With Ashley Simpson, I'm so excited. She said, I want to be a role model to girls. Now it's time to take a peek into the lives of the Simpson sisters, Jessica and Ashley. Hi, everybody. Hello. Welcome back to the Ashley and Jessica cast. Oh my god, do we have a crazy one for you today? Because we are reviewing the Newlyweds Go Camping episode. So, if you don't remember, buckle in, because uh, we're about to take you on a crazy ride. It's truly, like, a mess. So first, though, we're going to get to some news from Jessica Simpson, because she is on Time's list of the 100 must-read books for 2020. Which is very exciting. Congratulations, Jessica. Yes, congratulations. I love the book. It's so good. It completely deserves to be on the list. I read a ton of celebrity memoirs because I'm in show business and it fascinates me more than any other kind of story. It's not only how people make it in the business, but how they maintain what they have and all the ups and the downs and the right. craziness of that kind of life and stuff. And so I read a lot of them and there's a lot of actresses and singers that I've and actors, guys too, that I've read their memoirs expecting something to be really good because I just thought they were an interesting person or a talented person and then the memoir ends up sucking there's two I'm not going to say their names because I love them and if they ever heard me say this I would feel bad but there's two actresses that are like my favorite like two of my favorite people ever and their memoirs were so lame and so oh. boring and they didn't address the things that I was wondering about them you know right. and it, it's just what I'm saying is just because you like the celebrity or you appreciate their talent or you think they're funny or anything like that it does not mean their book is going to be good but Jessica's book is so genuinely fascinating gripping and super relatable just like everything else that she is, is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so do you want to talk about the Nicole Richie thing? Yes. So Cameron Diaz said in an interview that Nicole Richie actually watches episodes of Newlyweds on YouTube. Same. Yeah. <laughs> so Nikki Fresh joined us on oh our podcast God. because I, we'd love yeah. to have you. First of all, can we just pause? Can we talk about that Cameron Diaz and Nicole Richie are sisters-in-law? Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> I wouldn't have expected. I feel like Nicole and Joel are kind of make more sense to me than Cameron Diaz and Benji isn't that fascinating that they yeah. ended up together I think so especially since like when you think back to that time of like early 2000s it's like you had good Charlotte so who would have thought the two guys from good Charlotte would end up marrying one of the Charlie's angels and half of 
a simple life. <laughs> I know. It's interesting. I wonder what their Thanksgiving is like. That must be amazing, actually. Yeah. I'd love to go visit Cameron's HBIC. Oh, she really is, honestly. <laughs> she actually, I, I'm white, so I just listened to her on the Goop podcast. And she, and then I looked at her Instagram, and she has aged really gracefully. She does not look at all plastic surgery face. She looks older. I mean, she looks like Cameron Diaz, but older. Her face is not, like, frozen. She has wrinkles, and she looks beautiful. And I just think that's really cool because she writes all these well. I think she did two, actually, wellness books. Right. Right. And that's her kind of like mission now besides being a mom. She because she kind of quit acting or paused acting or whatever. So now she promotes wellness and she actually because a lot of these actresses promote wellness and then their foreheads don't move. Yeah. And it's like, OK, <laughs> you know, OK, I get it. You're going to have your green juice, but then you're going to inject Botox. Right. But um, <laughs> no, but it's the thing. They'll be like, oh, no, I've, I will never get injection. I'll never get Botox or fillers. And then they do it. And it's just like, if you do it, just own it. Like, who cares? Exactly. Yeah. That's why I, I wish the Kardashians would be more honest about their thousand surgeries because they literally all changed their body shapes ridiculously courtney's the only one who didn't she still pretty much looks the same like she definitely got like fellows in her face but yeah she was like yeah i got boob implants and what but like the way kim and chloe have drastically oh ch- altered their faces and bodies <laughs> it's fine just say it because i feel like a lot of young girls think that that's what they really look like and i mean it is what they look like but it's because of surgery right i mean the amount of different i actually want this is so weird and morbid to say but i wonder if that it'll shorten kim's life at all because i feel like the amount of times she's had fat removed and then injected into her butt and all the different lipo procedures right. all the different i think she's had multiple boob procedures multiple ass procedures her body is so different and that's aside from face i'm just talking body going under that much putting your body through that much we're praying for you kim yeah you look amazing (laughs) it's just that you should say it because people you know these young girls are like why doesn't my ass look like that because you haven't got under the knife exactly like i remember (laughs) when i think the first time i watched like keeping up with the kardashians was like 2007 i think that's when like they first came out and i was excited because i'm half cuban so i was like not that i thought they were hispanic but i'm like oh wow they have not that i'm super dark but they have like tanner skin and they have dark hair and like that was kind of for me the first person i could really resonate because you're the only hispanics i really saw growing up was like america ferrera who wasn't really in that much and then she was always the fat friend Mm -hmm. um which she wasn't and then it was j-lo but and then adrian bailon but they were both like about my color but they all both had blonde hair like they highlighted their hair blonde so Mm -hmm. to see them i was like oh my gosh okay like someone i can kind of relate to a little bit but then it was just like slowly watching them change really turned me off from them it's sad how I feel like Kim did everything to remove her Armenian features. Right. Which she was so beautiful. Actually, it's funny. I was just looking at old pictures of her because I was looking up something about Mr. Nick Lachey and he went on a date with her. Right. And there were pictures of them together and I saw her and I was like, wow. Like, you just forget how different she really did look and she was so beautiful. She looked more exotic, which I feel like me as a blonde hair, blue eyed, very pale skin kind of look. To me, someone who looks like Kim Kardashian... Or even, you know, like you yeah. or anyone. I'm like, wow, they're so pretty. I don't know. Because yeah. like, you're, you're pretty in a different way than I am. That seems more interesting to me. Right. Because you look at your own face all the time. Right. Whereas then I've had one of my friends who has 
really really dark hair and dark features she's like i wanted to be blonde when i was growing up and i'm like oh we all are just confused about (laughs) you just always want what you can't have (laughs) exactly i forgot where i'll probably i'll try and find the interview so like i could read it word for word um next time we record but nick said when he went on that date with kim that they went to the movies and everything was fine it was really low-key and then when they came out there was all this paparazzi yeah because she called them yeah and i was just like why are you like this i know he basically (laughs) implied that she used him to get pictures which i think it's just hilarious that there was a time where kim kardashian needed nick lachey for publicity Publicity. (laughs) i can't but yeah i remember that because he said he said she was super sweet and everything, but it was weird because they saw the Da Vinci Code. Yeah. It was a matinee, and then she left to go to the bathroom. She was in there for a long time, I guess. And then when they left, there were 10 photographers, and he was like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> I wonder how they got there. Yeah. Speaking of awkward news stories, this is old because it was February, but um, did you hear about the whole thing about Jessica saying that Nick and Vanessa sent her a gift? For her baby. Yes. And oh then, my god. Awkward. Uh, Nick was like, no, we didn't. And Vanessa was like very like stoic. Well, Nick actually didn't say that they didn't. It was because I just watched. I just last night was in a Nick rabbit hole, I guess. Got it. What happened was Jessica was interviewed by Hoda and then Hoda interviewed Nick and Vanessa like right. the same week and she was like I just have to say you know Jessica Simpson has her new book out and I just interviewed her and she was saying how you know she's so happy that things worked out and you have a family and she has a family and yeah. everything's good and you know it was so sweet of you to send her a, a gift for her baby and just so great that everything worked out and blah 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 and Nick Nick was just kind of giving the regular answer of yeah you know obviously we both moved on and everything's great and right. you know I'm happy for her and all that kind of stuff and then Vanessa interrupts and in the most awkward way like it it made me really sad for her because you can tell that she's hung up on this. Yeah. Just the fact that she had to interject and she was just like, I'm sorry, we didn't send anything, but she's like, thank you to whoever sent something for yeah. us, I guess. And it was so weird for her to correct Hoda like yeah. that. I mean, I think it, I guess it was kind of good that she didn't, it's not like she accused Jessica of lying or anything or or Hoda of lying. She was just like, oh, someone must have sent us a a gift in our name or something, sent a gift in our name, which is so weird. And then it's just so awkward the way that she handled it because then a bunch of people on Twitter added her and they were like, that was so unnecessary. That was so rude. That was so weird. Obviously, you still have issues with Jessica or whatever. And she replied to a ton of people and wouldn't let it go and just kept saying, I don't have any shade toward Jessica. I just wanted everybody to know the truth and i just wanted everyone to know what happened but again thank you to whoever sent that gift or whatever you don't need to send like 50 tweets to just say that you like if you really feel that compelled to say it you put post one not at anybody just saying no we didn't whatever you let it go you move on with your life yeah i probably wouldn't post anything but if i was going to i would just be like hey it might have been weird that i brought that up but i was just confused in the moment because i don't remember sending her anything but nick and i still wish her the best like that's it and keep it simple yeah (laughs) but she replied to so many people and i feel like that's the ultimate sign of being bothered yeah is when you reply to a lot of people so i was just i felt bad and then andy cohen interviewed jessica Mm -hmm. because this was the same week of them both doing all this press and he said so can you clear it up did they send you a gift or not and 
Jessica, <laughs> God bless her, she was like, I think what I meant was that Nick gave me the gift of having a, a great life after our marriage and he turned heartbreak into a new love and all this kind of stuff. And she goes off on this tangent about how he needed to be himself and she needed to be herself and it had nothing to do with the gift. She was clearly just filling time, I guess, like trying to just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Well, I don't really know that. Uh, I got a gift, okay. per se, but my gift with Nick is that he is happy and that he is married and, you know, he has three beautiful children and he's a father and he's celebrated for that. But, you know, I don't, I'm, I don't really know. I mean, that, that, that's really a gift to me because I thought that I just, you know, crushed his heart because I don't think that he believed that I could actually grow up you uh -huh. know i wasn't always gonna be that young girl like i had to be a woman right and um and i just didn't want to be on the road with him i had to go do my own thing i had my own calling my own purpose right and we were great together when we performed you know and we were great together on camera we we lived that like that's yeah. you know we were very good at that yeah um so People we loved you two together they loved us yes. together and and you know it's it's interesting to have kids now and my daughter is seven and very inquisitive yes. and um you know she now knows what divorce is yeah. um and she knows that 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 nick you know she's watched some of our stuff she's watched some yeah. of the newlyweds and that kind of stuff and she's like mom you're so silly right. like dad is so much cuter <laughs> But Andy Cohen was like, okay, but did they literally send you a gift? Yeah. <laughs> like a physical item or not? And she goes, mm, I didn't get a gift. You did not get a gift. Mm -hmm. No, you did mm -hmm. not get a gift. I don't know where that came from. You don't know where that came from. Yeah. Got it. And I thought, and then every comment on the video was like, Jessica covered for Nick. He sent her something. Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I get it though, because it's just like they were young. They got divorced. They're like you were saying, like they've moved on with their lives. Things didn't work out between them, but like it's what, like 10 years plus later? They got divorced 15 years ago. Yikes. They, they announced it on Thanksgiving of okay. 2005. So then, yeah. So it's just like they've both moved on. They have families. Like he's, they have three beautiful children together. I sent you their Christmas card. Yeah. Like, They're so cute. <laughs> It's just, but I just don't get why she's that upset about it. I felt bad that she, because I just thought that was very revealing because it was like she had to dig her heels in and she had to be like, we did not do this. Like, I yeah. want everyone to know because it was basically she kind of wanted everyone to know, like, we don't have anything to do with her. Like, yeah. that's the past. And I guess, I mean, it, it makes sense if you're the one who is the wife and you're there taking care of the three kids and everything. And, you know, I'm sure she's very hardworking as a mom and then constantly has people coming up to her husband and talking about someone else that he wasn't right. even with for that long. Or and the people saying that her daughter looks like Jessica, which, like, at that point, I do Ugh. get it because, like, that would bother me, too. That is really rude that people say that to her. I mean, fine, say it to each other, but don't say it to her. Yeah. I actually remember when, so when I was little, I went through a phase where I was obsessed with pageants mm -hmm. and I watched her beauty pageant. She Aww. won Miss Teen USA. Wasn't it like 1998, I believe? It was, 
I don't even know how old I was. <laughs> Probably. It was definitely, it was way before the MTV thing. Right. And I didn't know her as Vanessa Manillo. I just, my mom used to tape them for me and I used to watch them over and over again because I love the dresses. I was obsessed with the dresses and her dress was so pretty. I still remember it was white and had different colored flowers on it and she looked so good. Oh. And I was rooting for her and she won Miss Teen USA. And then a couple years later when I saw her on MTV, I was like, oh my God, Miss <laughs> Teen USA. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we're not hating Vanessa. No, no, no. You need to just let it go with the whole Jessica thing because he, in the end, is with you. It has been with you for so long and you guys seem great together, so. Yeah. Last bit of slightly related to Simpson News, (laughs) Ryan Cabrera. Okay, so if you go on his Instagram, he was like, oh, can you figure out the hint? But it wasn't even a hint. He posted basically like a screen cap of different emojis. And then like you had to look at, it wasn't until I read the comments that it was like the first letter of like each emoji. So like Apple was A. and Oh, I saw that. Yeah. I followed him from our Instagram. He, yeah. <laughs> the first one he posted was the December 10th or 10th. Okay. And then the second one uh, spelled out Take It All Away. So I think he's re-releasing Take It All Away on December 10th. So we'll keep you guys updated on that. But interesting. that's the album that has All The Way Down, which Ashley was in the music video for. Do you think he ever got over Ashley? No. No, none of us did. He, Yeah, none of us did. But also um, there was an article I saw, I want to say maybe it was like between two to four months ago i can't remember exactly what but he like it said something along the lines of like he's dating this wwe star and like he Mm -hmm. wanted like ashley's blessing or something like that it was like really bizarre that like they were still bringing up ashley in regards to their relationship that's the thing is once you're with someone in the pop culture landscape that's how people will always think of you you're frozen in time as ashley simpson's boyfriend and by the way that it's so weird the synchronicity i just listened to that wwe stars podcast because taylor hansen was a guest on it oh okay randomly (laughs) and so i had no idea who she was and then he was on there and it was a really good interview it was it was cute like i really liked it and then i went to her instagram and i saw ryan fucking cabrera yeah and i was like oh okay but they seem to be super in love so it's good that everyone that we're talking about is in love and has moved on (laughs) yeah that's really like yes there's gonna be times where we're critical about certain situations and things that are said but overall we just want everyone the best for everyone like there's no negativity or hostile feelings here of course not we wish everybody the best yeah now it's time to go back in time to august of 2003 so well late August, early September. This episode aired on September 2nd. And so a few days before this episode aired, do you know what iconic thing took place at the VMAs? Was it the Britney, Justin? Justin was not involved. Oh, goodness. Oh, no, 2003. This is when Britney did Slave for You with the Snake, right? No, girl. Uh Uh-oh. That was 2001. Oh, I'm so behind. This one was (laughs) when Britney and Madonna and Christina Aguilera kissed. That's right. Mm -hmm. Everyone was losing their minds. Everyone panicked. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember when this happened? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure what the exact date was, but yeah, I remember. But like, what annoyed me about it was like madonna kissed britney first but i think like on the reruns like they didn't show like britney kiss i'm sorry madonna kissing christina and it's just like they just made such a big deal of like oh my god madonna kissed britney and like oh it's like she kissed both of them christina was completely forgotten about yeah they were just kind of like not as important let's focus on britney again being x y and z and like how can we portray her in a specific light yeah meanwhile jessica was like "Mm, at least you're on this damn stage christina yeah (laughs) 
Yeah. I love Jessica. Yeah. So I remember actually when that happened because I was staying with my dad and I brought my friend Gina and when we got to his house we got there a few minutes after the VMA started and we were so pissed that we missed the beginning and then my mom called and she was like oh my god oh my god oh my god she's like did you see Britney and Madonna and I was like no and she's like they kissed and I was like they did not kiss mom like I figured that she heard that from someone or her friend said it or something like that and I was like mom they did not kiss I would know about that because I was queen of Britney fan club and Madonna and you still are still am and my mom was like no leah i saw it with my own eyes and i was like no you didn't and then i turned to my friend and said my mom is claiming that britney and madonna kiss on stage and she was like they didn't and i was like i know and then we watched the whole vmas and it repeated right after it ended and then we saw it with our own eyes this is before twitter and all that shit so like it was a big deal you would have had to go on your computer to check a message board you wouldn't even check on your phone no 2000 no was myspace i think in 2003 i mean i didn't have a myspace then i didn't have one either I but had one, like a few years after that i feel like it might have been but yeah it's just like that's that was kind of it like if myspace was a thing maybe someone posted a bulletin about it mm-hmm. but other than that like now it's just kind of like you would just go into work the next morning and be like oh my gosh did you see like or school or whatever yeah it was a crazy moment it was so iconic that was probably the biggest news of this week jessica was on the cover of cosmo girl magazine but the only copy i could find was in turkish so i don't even know if she was in american cosmo girl this week maybe not <laughs> this is see this is before the huge explosion of newlyweds this is when people were still like just kind of getting to know the show right but yeah, if you know what she said in this article, please let me know. The photo shoot, I'm going to actually post it. The photo shoot is really cute. She looks great and it's just plain. It's just like her like a regular tank top with a plain background and she looks awesome. So, But that's just Jessica being Jessica. Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> the other magazine that I found was Brittany Murphy, who we mentioned earlier in, in another episode. R.I.P. Yeah, it was recently her birthday, by the way, and I was really sad because she was so amazing. And so she was on the cover of Seventeen. So I couldn't find this article either, but it said on the cover under her name, it said on Love Lessons, Ashton and how she really feels about J.Lo. So, of course, then I was like, I need to find out what is going on, like or what went on 18 years ago or 17 years ago, because what? did she have with j-lo is there's a right. beef or something i'm confused and i could not find a speck of evidence about j-lo and britney murphy in 2003 though so if anyone out there still remembers the 2003 life as we do please fill us in on what went on with britney murphy and j-lo yes because i really need to know do you have any 2003 news? i couldn't find anything that exciting oh really okay yeah. so i have a few more okay <laughs> Yeah, those like I was trying to find like for last week's episode. I was trying to find and I just found like it was just strange. I have googling skills that most people don't have, so don't feel bad. Okay. (laughs) So Heath Ledger and Naomi Watts broke up. Ooh, yeah, they were a couple, and I think that they had a good—not a good breakup, but whatever—they had a nice breakup because I feel like they always talked about each other nicely after that. Okay. And then she was in his documentary, I Am Heath Ledger, which was really good. But yeah, I remember when they dated because she was older than him. And it was one of those things that was like, oh, like all these older women with younger men and all that kind of stuff. And then Clay Aiken was on the cover of Entertainment Weekly. That's right, because he just, he was the American Idol runner-up, I believe. He was the runner-up to Ruben Studdard. Right. I'm flying without wings. 
classic <laughs> that what was it there was one song on his album i think it was the lead single but it was just like if i was invisible i'd just watch you in your room oh yeah <laughs> that was a creepy that was clay's yeah, yeah i was oh my god he i don't know he's an interesting character that's like on the same level of there's a jonas brothers song where it's like i climb the tree outside your home just to see if you're alone mm, it's like a little iffy yeah i don't know on that one yeah i uh don't have much to say about him except I remember when Clay and Kelly went on a tour together. It was the Thankful Invisible Tour or oh, whatever. okay. And they, yeah, they toured together, which is what I said Nick and Jessica should have done. Yeah. They did a tour together and Christina and Justin, which that one I went actually did get to go to. And it was amazing. I don't doubt that. Yeah. So the number one movie did change for oh, this week. okay. It was Jeepers Creepers 2, another horror sequel. I've never seen the second one. I saw the first one, which is pretty good. It has Justin Long. Number two was Freaky Friday, which we already discussed how much we love. Yeah. And, okay, the last thing I'm going to mention is that there is a show besides Newlyweds that was extremely, extremely popular after debuting in August of 2003. And so by September 2nd, this show was exploding all over the place. Along with newlyweds. Do you know what I'm talking about? I got you into this show. You got me into the show? Da, 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 Oh my gosh, the OC. Yeah, I was like, what? Yeah, I was just like, I don't like... Because I really don't watch TV. So I'm like, what show are you talking about? Oh my gosh. Well, you did for Ryan and Marissa. Yeah, I love the OC so much. It's still one of my top favorite shows. And like I did with you this year, I always encourage people to watch it because... I think this show is so underrated. Like, it was really big and hot for a while, but it was kind of like the hot, trendy thing, and I feel like it's not really appreciated as a genuine great show, but it's so good. It is. It's so meaningful. I think people don't look beyond the glossy OC exterior, but the whole show is about, like, loving people and helping people and caring about people, and, like, the catalyst of every episode is just, oh my gosh, somebody needs help, and then they go, like, they drop everything all the time to go help everybody And it's just, it's like a show about kindness and like the things that nothing is what it seems, you know, it's like Ryan's the poor kid that everyone's judging, but he has more heart and character than, you know, a lot of the people there. And then there's like Marissa, who's supposed to be the perfect popular girl, but she has so much going on underneath that surface too. Her family, like the Cohen cooper dynamic oh my God. i love it it's so good it's i love so good, sandy but like so crazy sandy's my dream man and i love the evolution of both seth and summer yes. individually and together i just think the show is perfect like the way that it ends like when it comes full circle i mean it went through weird things like i don't like what happens at the end of season three yeah and then season four was like a different show and all that kind of stuff and it has some complications but overall like that show is so close to my heart if you guys end up watching it send us a message so we can talk about it with you oh my god please send us your favorite <laughs> oc episodes because i will talk we'll do bonus episodes talking about all of them yeah just for you guys yeah but what a what an amazingly perfect time in television you have newlyweds you have the oc yeah especially since you brought this up the people who would produce the show got in contact with certain like record labels so they'd have like whatever was the newest song in the episodes mm-hmm. which i think is really really cool yeah I um what was I gonna say? I don't remember. Oh. 
Jessica moment. Yeah. Okay, so we are talking about episode three of Newlyweds called Newlyweds Go Camping or Nick and Jessica Go Camping. And my biggest takeaway from this episode is that Nick and Drew should have gone alone. Yeah, 100%. And that no one, even really Nick and Drew, no one on this trip seems to enjoy each other's company. No. Everybody is just there together. Yeah, so it's kind of like you took four strangers and we were like, here you go, have fun. Yeah. I just checked our Instagram poll. Okay. And we said, <laughs> well, you specifically asked, would you bring your Louis Vuitton Speedy and a nail file to Yosemite? And 67% said, yes, I am rich. And 33% said, no, I am Nick. <laughs> I can't believe Nick voted in our poll. Weird. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> We'd love to have you. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to ask a few questions to see what our listeners feel about this episode. I actually wanted to do more, but then I got busy. But I think we we should do that from now on. Yeah. We'll ask. We'll get your guys' opinion before we even record. That way you guys can be involved too. Yeah. And then uh, the other question which was asked was, which brother was more mean and annoying to Leah and Jessica on the camping trip? 60% of you said Nick. We agree. And 40% said Drew. I don't agree because Drew was meaner. You think Drew was I'm gonna. I will get into this. I am Actually, so mad yeah, at him. There was two specific quotes he said during the episode that I put in my notes that I'm just like, why are you like this? I I hate it. I, I honestly hate this episode. It's, it's, it's entertaining and stuff, but out of all the episodes, I think this one is the most straight up. They're just mean-spirited. It's just like the epitome of toxic masculinity. It's so gross. I can't stand them in this episode. There's a few episodes coming up where Nick is really sweet and I like yeah like and I like their dynamic more and they make sense more as a couple but this one yeah it's like the first three episodes it really made me question like why did they get married yeah and it's so on top of it they have cameras following them too right and it must have been so ugh. Uh, I think the last question that was posted was uh, Nick terrorizes the girls by calling his junk Happy Land. Uh, do you have a nickname for whatever is between your legs? 14% said, doesn't everyone? And 86% said, no. So that's actually no. a very common thing for guys, though. I've heard it is, yeah. but... Mm. But, you know, the more you know. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Land. Okay. All right, so let's get into it. Right. So the, the first scene is that they're in a limo, and I think they're just talking about the camping trip. And Jessica has that nail polish lip gloss that you brought up. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I went on Facebook and I typed in a group, but it was like 80s, 90s, early 2000s, nostalgia or something like that. And I typed a thing, and I was like, does anybody remember the <laughs> lip gloss that was in a nail polish bottle? Tell me who it is or who made it. Please, something. And someone's like, I remember what you're talking about, but I don't remember what it was like what it was called so hopefully one of our amazing listeners knows yeah i don't even remember i don't remember seeing them in stores i just remember seeing her have it i feel like it might have been a designer like a luxury brand Maybe. but like i want it i know it's cute <laughs> so this is where they set up something that is ends up being a runner throughout the whole episode which is they set up the bears thing. Right. So Nick tells Jessica that there's bears out there. They're going to Yosemite. She she does her famous. She goes, nuh-uh. There's five campsites that have plumbing. And they have, like, the bear-proof things to hold your food in and all that stuff. Bear-proof what? It's a bin. You put your food in at night so the bears can't get into it. There really are bears. Yeah. And if you put the food in your trunk of your car, they'll, like, tear your car apart. Scare me? Are you trying to scare me? So you can't take food into the tent with you at night, or they will come in the tent and get it. <gasps> no. Uh. 
he's like, yeah. And the thing is, when he finishes telling her about it, which everything he's saying is 100% legitimately true. If you go camping, there's always going to be the risk of bears or other animals. And so you can't keep food next to you in the tent. You When you eat, it has to be like an isolated time. And then you have to tie up all your food and hang it from a tree yeah, or keep it in the car. if you're going to the bathroom, you have to go like quite a distance away or if you're going you need to like bury it very deep so they don't smell it yeah and you can't have any products that have strong smells or anything because that might they might think that that's food too and rip that open and it's funny because nick's telling her this and then she goes shut up (laughs) so don't take kit kats or anything in the tent shut up she genuinely thinks that he's messing with her but he's not (laughs) and then that's my favorite thing was like nick asked her if she's been camping before and she's like i think i've been camping so i was like then you no offense jessica but like then you definitely haven't gone camping i love that she's like i think so (laughs) yeah but she's like optimistic and excited to go yeah that's what matters how do you feel about camping it's not for me no no i like i wish i was i'm not an athletic person like i went on a hike with my boyfriend his parents his aunt and his cousin and trying to keep up with them and for the first half I was doing okay but we stopped at one point and I was just dying yeah. I was like yeah I can't do this anymore I don't have these wonderful <laughs> Alvarez genetics that like all of you are super athletic well I like going on hikes but I don't want to camp like I don't want to stay overnight no it's just like outdoors is not for me like I'm sorry no I'm with Jessica <laughs> on this one but I mean that's nothing new so <laughs> So then we have our first appearance, I think, of Leah Lachey. Yes. Previously, we had only seen Drew, but now we see Drew's wife, Leah. And I feel so bad for her. She's He's so mean to her in this episode. And they're still married. By some miracle. I found her Instagram. And I was surprised to see them still married because, I don't know. I mean, I hope he was just having a bad day because, ugh. I feel like that's possible, too. Because, like, with... I don't think this was super produced but i know like sometimes it's kind of clear where they'll have the voiceover of nick still talking but it looks like jessica's rolling her eyes and it's like she could have but it could have been like them right. testing the mics or her just like looking around and they kind of just edited yeah the footage. there's a lot of we acknowledge that there might be things that look one way when it really was the other way because of editing so who knows but there are statements that he just like flat out says right and there's no denying that no and there's no time when it would have been appropriate right you know so they are loading up the car and they're putting the bikes in there and jessica is kind of just like "Uh, should i help i don't know like it seems like she wanted to help but they would have been like no like it's a man's job type thing well they just love doing stuff yeah they just love having a problem to solve and then figuring it out in a manly way right or whatever they perceive as manly but yeah one of the first things that i noticed that was horrible was when they were leaving um oh my goodness i can't remember what drew said but then leah was like oh don't be so fatherly on this trip and he's like don't act like a child yeah please don't be fatherly on this trip please don't be childly and i won't be fatherly don't call me a child don't act like a child which what? that really set the tone for the rest of the trip it really did yeah Shut up. It's like, what are you accomplishing with that? He needs to take Nick's advice from his single. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Moving forward. um, They get to Yosemite after a quick montage of Jessica and Leah saying that to pee and then going to the bathroom and all that. Immediately, pretty much from what we see, Nick and Drew start pitching the tents. And they're just kind of discussing things amongst themselves while Jessica and 
we are kind of like unpacking the food and all that mm-hmm. and playing with the dog and burping yeah lots of burps mm-hmm. oh that's my favorite part of this episode so we get like two really solid jessica burps oh my god <laughs> it's not my favorite thing because burping skeeps like like i said last episode i would rather hear someone fart than burp right burping like skeeps me out I have a few friends that are like Jessica, like they're just very, not only do they like burp, but they like will make a thing of it where they open their mouth so wide and they like burp. And I, I don't get it. Like, I don't think it's funny. I'm like, it's going to smell gross, but I think it's just, just seeing Jessica, who's just so beautiful, who's so feminine (laughs) and girly and lets out this burp you'd associate with a trucker. It just does something for my soul. It makes it's part of what makes Jessica Jessica that she's just like, hey, I have to burp. Yeah, it's just a part of life. So the boys get the tents up, and pretty much immediately Jessica climbs in one to lay down, and Leah joins her as the boys go get firewood. And then Jessica then gives us our first iconic burp of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, is that before or after they? I think it's Nick that they're complaining about Jessica and Leah having on heavy clothes. I guess it's because Nick and Drew were like, working, so they were trying to highlight like, oh, we're sweating. And well, that's we're right, hot. I think I think it was Jessica who said she was cold. And she was like, it's 50 degrees. That's why I have a hoodie on. It's those little things that you can tell when couples have that tension because even just little things like that, it's so indicative of a bigger problem because you know that that person has like resentment and tension buried underneath and any little thing that the other person might do that's questionable, even if it's ultimately harmless, they'll be like, well, you shouldn't have done it this way and yeah. why are you doing this? For them to comment on them being being cold really i mean it's uh, it's weird that they're with their wives because it seems like they're not getting laid at all they seem bothered by everything which is yeah. how i feel like people usually are when they're not getting laid it's just like everything's they're just on edge but. yeah i don't want this to be such a negative episode but i feel like i'm gonna because last episode when i was editing it and i was listening to it i felt bad that i was making fun of nick because even though he's never gonna listen to this i just thought like oh what if he does or something i don't know like i just feel bad i don't ever want to hurt anyone's feelings nick no. if you're listening turn this off because we are going to lay into you and your brother you were so rude on this day and in this episode and i know that it was a long time ago so you've probably matured and i'm sure you don't treat vanessa this way but girl you, vanessa girl tell us get, <laughs> get going vanessa yeah get out of there <laughs> Um, Jessica mentions that she wants to read Danielle Steele. Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> I've never read a Danielle Steele book, have you? No, but I remember when I was working in CVS, they always had Danielle Steele books, and it's like the books with like a man with long hair and like the puffy white shirt. Uh-huh. And like, yeah. Shirt open, very right. Nick. Right. So half of me kind of wants to get one just to read it. Yeah. So I could connect with Jessica on a weird level. But... We always want to connect more with Jessica Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> and then shortly after that, it's pretty much nighttime and you know nick likes to make fun of how stupid jessica is but he's trying to flip burgers with a plastic spatula over an open fire Hmm. so let's all think about that for a minute yeah (laughs) and there's like they're all eating and then jessica comments that nick she says oh you don't need that because i guess he he was already full and then he kept eating yeah and i don't remember what nick says or what the reaction is but she's like oh i'm just kidding and then she goes Eat up, Buttercup. Yeah, I've eaten more than you today. Yeah. You don't need that, Nick. You're going to throw that in your face. Nick, I'm kidding. Eat up, Buttercup. <laughs> it's okay, honey. I've eaten more than you today. What's okay? <laughs> There's nothing wrong. <laughs> Shut it. I'm, I'm done. If only that were true. She's so cute. And then this is one of the times, one of the many times that Nick says shut it to Jessica. Yeah. I hate when he says that. He says that in so many of the episodes. 
shut it shut it shut it i'm like you shut it yeah you're um, talking to jessica simpson seriously but yeah and uh after they finish eating leah reminds jessica to be more careful because she dropped like the some like burger patty or something on the floor <laughs> and they can't have that with the bears near the campsite right. they're lucky that jessica didn't get them killed oh my gosh <laughs> She was like, oh, yeah. Because yeah, later in the episode, she admits that she kept her shampoo. And conditioner, yeah. Yeah, which at least she admits it. She's like, well, we didn't die. So then the next morning, they're going to go on a hike today. Nick and Jessica get into a fight because they want to bring sandwiches on the hike. And Jessica's like, don't put ice cubes in there because you're going to make the sandwiches soggy, which is accurate. Right, because she suggested returning to the campsite for lunch. We're thinking we would come back here for lunch because we didn't want the bread to get soggy. Yeah, the only problem is this place isn't close to anything. Well, we can't put ice in it because that's gross. I don't understand what you're saying. You make you sandwiches. Put ice in the cooler and put your sandwich in a Ziploc bag and your bread's going to get soggy. No reason they get mad at me about it. Who's mad? Baby, I don't want a soggy sandwich. I wasn't trying to be difficult. You like, got mad at me before I even I knew. I wasn't mad. Can't believe we're fighting about a soggy sandwich right now. Well, the thing is, you have to wrap something like that in a few plastic bags and then put it in the cooler with the or ice. Or like tin foil or something. Yeah. It seems dumb that we're like picking apart every little fight, but it, I feel like it is going to help us in our future relationships because it just makes me realize how stupid it is. Fight over all these little things. Yeah. And sometimes it's unavoidable because obviously if you're in a marriage, you do have to discuss how are we going to pack the lunch, you know? Right. And, and it, it seems so lame and silly, but it is a discussion you have to have so you could at least have respect when you're talking right. about that stuff just my opinion agreed that's when nick inspects his penis privately happy land happy land and then comes back and jessica's like wait i'm not gonna do that i would feel if there was a tick down there she's like plus i pee and i wipe what are you doing in there inspecting happy land for ticks you inspecting your downstairs ticks man is he saying you inspected his weenie for ticks baby i think i would feel a tick plus i pee and wipe how are they going to get in there? Nature's Little Mysteries. Yeah. Which, <laughs> Jessica, we love you, but that's not how that works. No, there could be one lodged in your ass, honestly. Yeah. You do need to. I don't blame Nick for checking that. No, because that's a safety thing. Like, if you get Lyme disease or something. Oh, my God. Ticks are horrible. The way that they lodge in is so gross. And if that happened on your, oh, my God. In a delicate area. Ugh. Yeah. Anyways, um, so after Nick talks about inspecting Happy Land, he then tells Jessica if she just hurry up and got changed, they'd be able to get on their way to the trail to go hiking. If oh. you could use that much enthusiasm to get your ass in a tent and get changed, <laughs> we'd be on our way. Yeah, it's just every single thing is like, well, you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So they finally get there, and the hike that Leah brings up is 17 miles, so they'd be hiking about 10 to 12 hours. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Like, not just me not being an outdoorsy person, but that just does not sound like fun. Doing anything for 10 to 12 hours does not sound like fun. No. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm not an outdoorsy person either. I like hiking, but not even half of that length. But sometimes I watch movies like Wild America with Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> I love that movie. And what's the other one? Without a Paddle. And I'm like, oh, I want to go on one of these adventures or Into the Wild where he burns his credit card and social security yeah. card and license and so on and stuff and he just goes out into the wilderness i wish i could do it but after five minutes i'd be like i need my dvd player yeah it's just like i said like i'm not an outdoorsy person so like if someone does invite me to go on a hike i'll just be straight up how long is that hike how strenuous <laughs> is it? no because if it's not too bad i'll go right but if it's like 
I don't want to, I'd rather just say no than go and then be bitching and complaining the entire time, just making everyone else miserable. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like the hike I went on with my boyfriend and his family, I was like dying. And they're like, you okay? And I was, I was like, yeah, everything's great. I'm having so much fun. But in the inside, I was, I was like, <gasps> <gasps> yeah, it's, a, it's not for me. That's funny because I feel like you're in the same boat as Jessica with the thing that she's talking about that her dad Yes. My dad would take select people in the youth group who could pass like certain tests and go on a backpacking trip. Oh, that's cool. Where'd they go? I don't even know. I never went. I never passed the test. (laughs) (laughs) Your dad would take you? No, he knew I'd complain the whole time. Yeah. Because she's like, she said, like, her dad knew she'd complain the entire time if she went. Like, I'm pretty good. Like, I won't complain, but like, I'm just like, okay, checklist of things not to do again. Yeah, and that's the thing of when you know someone, whether it's a family member or your spouse, you don't make them do things that they don't want to do. Yeah, so they finish uh, hiking up to a peak on the mountain. Nick and Drew fill up their water bottles and they're like amazed by how cold the water is. But wait, do you remember, I think this is the scene where, I don't even know what Leah says, like she didn't even really say anything, and then Drew goes, oh, it's going to be one of those bitchy days. I think. Like, what? Why wouldn't you? That's right, because Drew says something about them being bitchy, and then Jessica's like, oh, I'm a campy cramper. And then, yeah, Drew's like, oh, it's going to be a bitchy day. Oh. Are we not happy campers today? We have cramps. Crampy campers. Oh, it's going to be one of these bitchy days, huh? Okay. It's like, why was that necessary? I don't understand. Like, if you're starting a day with a bunch of people, and you know you're going to know for sure you're going to be spending the entire day with these people... Well, look at how honest Jessica is, because I guess she had her period. She's yeah. so funny. Like, I, I think she's delightful. I would be <laughs> very happy to spend time with her. Yeah. You know, it just sucks that there's, there doesn't, it doesn't seem like there's any loving energy between her and Drew. No. It was kind of just men against women in this episode. Well, the thing is, too, the, the reason why I disagree with our poll results is because I feel like Nick is more inclined to just, he'll say something rude to Jessica, but not really Leah. Like Right, I, he kind of knows his place. Yeah, I feel like sometimes they both would reference both of them, but Drew, well the thing about all of this is, yes, Nick is just blatantly rude sometimes, but in this episode specifically, I feel like Nick is more playful with his jabs, and it would be appropriate if not for everything else, like how you were saying how you and Chris make fun of each other. Yeah, all the time. That's like our favorite thing to do. Right. So that's different because that's the dynamic is kind of set of like, this is what we do. Yeah. But in this episode, Nick is not as bad, whereas Drew really seems to be antagonistic and honestly cruel. He seems like he's angry and that he is just taking it out on them. Whereas Nick, it's more of just his typical little I feel like it might have been like they wanted to have like a boys trip. I could be wrong. This is just an assumption, of course. And then Jessica was like, oh, well, that's the only couple days I'm going to be home for a little while. So they kind of took Jessica and then Leah with them. So it wasn't just Jessica with Nick and Drew. Well, you'll find out in the book. Ooh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Thankfully, we have inside information. Yeah, Yeah. from Jessica herself. So then Jessica says that her... Her Louis Vuitton is Pet Louis. Right. And I, when I was doing research on this episode, I was trying to find people's, like if there was any reviews of this specific episode or reactions. Few that I found, and even some that were just talking about this block of episodes, everybody mentioned that she brought the Louis Vuitton on the camping trip. That was such a big deal, which I don't know why, because it's like, it's a pretty big bag. I mean, yes, you don't want to get something that expensive dirty out there. I guess that's why it was such a big deal, but it's a pretty sizable bag, and that's the bag that she 
she uses the most. Yeah. So, it, I mean, she, again, she's like a rich pop star. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, she's going to bring her Louis. It was like, she's so prissy. She's such a princess. She just has to bring her Louis Vuitton. And a nail file. And Yeah. Well, I don't, I bring nail files everywhere because it's super uncomfortable when you break part of your nail and you want to file it so it doesn't hurt. No, that I agree with. It's just like the men be like, oh, when she had to bring cosmetic, like they're just like. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm high maintenance. And I mean, first of all, it's very sexist. The whole high versus low maintenance thing is so sexist and such bullshit. But I am very much like Jessica. I bring, when I travel, I bring everything. I have tons of stuff that I feel like is comforting when you travel. I'm not a roughing it kind of person. So even if I'm staying over somewhere one night, I would rather carry in my three bags and yeah. and not have anxiety about, oh, I don't have this, I don't have that. So I didn't even think twice about her bringing that stuff. And it was the main comment that everyone was making. Yeah. And I mean, I would think the main comment would be, today it would be, look at these horrible guys and how they're treating their wives yeah. who really aren't doing anything. I mean, yeah, they're complaining a little bit and such, but they're not being mean. Drew's being mean mean-spirited right and the girls are not and I think Nick is for the most part also not he's kind of just picking and being it's not even funny but like he's kind of trying to be humorous and stuff whereas Drew they're in his voice I'm being dramatic but there's a darkness to it yeah it's like almost like this resentment yeah why do you hate Jessica and your wife I don't get it but it's just interesting even it's not exactly the same but like Chris my boyfriend he goes to raves sometimes you're there for like 40s and he'll sleep in his car so he'll get there like Wednesday and the show starts Thursday and it goes all weekend and he won't shower the entire time he's there he'll just sleep in his car and like he calls it being a walk that's like the term his friends use I don't know if that's a real thing or not so <laughs> don't come for me but yeah they just they don't care and like if that was me he was like joking around once he's like oh like we should go one year and I'm just like this is obviously pre-corona uh, but I was like I'm not sleeping in your car like there I was like I checked we can get like a cabin or something and it's not that much I'm not sleeping in the car like I want to shower yeah because well, like you're trekking through like mud and stuff like that right and a lot of those people consider the roughing it part to be part of the experience. Yeah, no. And I'm like, no, I can't I can't be itchy. That's the no. thing. Oh my goodness. So they get back to the campsite and we get a montage of Jessica complaining that she's hot, she's cold, her back hurts, her head hurts, she thinks she's getting sick, and like a whole bunch of other things. And then Jessica gives us the egg iconic. I'm not trying to be bitchy, I'm just whiny. Which that's really what it was though. I'm not trying to be bitchy, I'm just whiny. But I love that she even said that. Yeah, she's very self-aware. And that's something I feel like we need to give her credit for. We will always give you credit, Jessica, for being (laughs) you. We just love your personality. And I'm sorry Nick couldn't appreciate it. I would have been a better husband and I'm a woman, so... So then they're they're having baked potatoes. They're yes. cooking baked potatoes, and Jessica says, "Oh my goodness, that a baked potato can't be overcooked." And Drew's like, "Yes, it can." And she's like, "Unless it becomes a French fry." Which, if a potato is wrapped in foil and is you're baking it like that, it cannot turn into a French fry. No. Or what was it? She was like, <laughs> when they're talking about it being overcooked, she's like, "Oh yeah, because then it'll be hard." And Nick was like, "No, because then it's not done cooking." <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess it would get really soft and mushy and then it would get hard again. It would burn. But yeah, it wouldn't turn into a French fry, but that was a good guess. Yeah. You know? (laughs) 
<laughs> that was her <laughs> hypothesis. Yeah. Because Jessica isn't a chef, so whatever. No, she's not. She's not. Yeah, if you need to know how to sing something, she got you. Right. Not a problem, but if you want And then this is when they bring up that Jessica left, like, her shampoo and conditioner, all that stuff in the tent the night before, because at this point, they're kind of eating, they're winding down for the day. Nick is not happy. No, not even a little bit. But he has a legitimate reason to be annoyed in that scenario. Yeah, it's a safety issue. And I don't think he was too, he wasn't mean about it. He was just like, come on, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, like, we talked about this. Yeah, that I understood. I mean, he doesn't get any points or anything, but he wasn't a nightmare. Right. Then Jessica goes to the bathroom and Leah goes with her and the boys decide to scare them. Oh my God. First of all, it's a pretty nice campsite that they have bathrooms. Yeah, like real bathrooms. Yeah, so that was like a dramatic screaming montage. Yeah, it's like scare tactics, but. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like that show Fear. Remember that MTV show yes. Fear? <laughs> Or what was the other one? Celebrity Paranormal Project. Do you remember that? That one I don't. Oh my god, that, that was on VH1. So they would have reality stars. Like they would have, I remember Adrian Curry from America's Next Top Model. Right. She was on it. There are a few other celebrities, loosely using that word, right. that were on it. But it was like they would send a celebrity group to an asylum or an abandoned house or a haunted location or something. And they would have, they would give them green screen, or not green screen, green cameras to walk around in the dark. And Oh, I remember this. And they'd have to complete certain tasks yeah 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 yeah. honestly i was down that was a cool show yeah and now i remember but like i just remember scare tactics with sharon doherty like that was my thing because they would do like the craziest things and then they'd just be like are you scared and the person would be like yes Yes. (laughs) they're like well you're on scare tactics the person would be like having a nervous breakdown like thank you for my ptsd Oh my god. So then they play my favorite game ever that I used to always, I haven't done this in a while, but I used to always bring it back to the question game when I would have a hangout with someone, even if it's just one person, but especially if it was a group. I love playing the question game and I would set all my own rules for it and all this stuff. So they have the famous book of questions and I wrote the questions down because I think this game is so interesting. I just love hearing what people would do in weird situations or whatever. And so the first question is, this is like a classic question game question for the last 60 years of your life would you choose to have the body of a 30 year old or the mind of a 30 year old you can only have one so jessica says body because she says you don't have to be bright and drew says mind i don't know what do you what do you think about that what would you choose i don't know i kind of want to say mind because even if i'm not all there i'd still be able to like tell whether it was like my kids or like grandkids or whatever ew that's so weird to say out loud grandkids (laughs) yeah like oh like I used to make this or like oh I remember this specific date or whatever but Mm -hmm. at the same time it's like also for that reason I don't want to be old and decrepit and not able to do things by myself so I'm kind of like torn between the two yeah because it's an interesting question because it kind of on the surface level you're like intellectual people are going to choose mind and then vain people are going to choose body but you have to remember that the body also would mean that you're not getting cancer you're not losing your bone (laughs) density you're not starting to get more tired you're not starting to ache more I mean imagine what you could do if you had a 30 year old body at age 80 that right. would be amazing but like you're saying if you get dementia it doesn't matter how perfect your body is or how much your physical health is because then it actually is going to be more miserable because you're going to be in perfect physical health and you know you can't do anything you on can't your own. move or I mean you can move but you can't move as yourself I mean I know how they kind of just they spend a lot of their day just sitting around or laying around because they right. don't know anything and it's horrible so I think ultimately you would have to choose mind yeah so 
it's an interesting question to get into. Yeah. Then the next question was, you meet someone whom you have the most satisfying love imaginable, but you know they will die in six months. Do you still want to meet them? And then what if they don't die, but you know they'll betray you? Would you still get into a relationship with them? And Jessica gets mad because Nick says no. <laughs> What would what be your answer to that one? So if I met them and I knew they are going to die, I would say yes. Yeah, like I definitely want to meet them and like make the most of that time with them. And just mm-hmm. like, because that the way the question's worded, like that just sounds like a once in a lifetime opportunity. So why would I pass up on that? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, granted, maybe something might not be able to compare to that. But like, at least I got to experience that in right. my life. Exactly. It's better to have loved and lost than right. never to have loved at all. Exactly. That's where that comes from. But- Nick. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho. I'm just going to directly address Nick anytime I can because I'm angry. For the second half of that question, what was it? I'm sorry. What if they won't die, but you know they'll betray you? So it's the best love ever, but you know that after six months they're going to cheat. Well, that depends. And this is where I like, I hate myself because I'm like, well, do they cheat just one time or is it continued cheating throughout the relationship? Well, that's the thing is I'm so strict with cheating that one time cheat. Even if my boyfriend just kissed another girl and didn't even have sex, I'd be like, it's over. Like there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you'd say it's over. So if you then decided to forgive someone and they kept cheating, I guess, yeah, that would probably be because this question is dramatic. So right. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, let's say that's why I'm like being so like nitpicky about this like if it was like a literally like one time thing I don't want to actually because that's the thing like I'm very like quick to cut people off (laughs) <laughs> so that's what I'm like but if this is like the love of my life the person I'm supposed to be with it only happens one time then I feel like okay and this is what I hate though because it trust is so important so it's just like I don't want them to feel like they have to keep working up to keep that trust with me but if it's one time I don't know that it's only like very specific to that situation because like let's say like I said like if I knew it was just one time and that's it they were like faithful the rest of the relationship that I'd say yes but if it's that like they cheat that one time and kind of like shrug oh I don't know what's gonna happen after that absolutely not yeah I don't know because it's not even just like the infidelity of it it's like you don't respect me or our relationship mm-hmm. so yeah hard to continue yeah after that because I'm just gonna look at you different yeah I mean I personally feel like it's all worth it especially I mean especially the first one if they die that's not their fault right. um the betraying one is a little harder because I don't know if I would want to enter into a relationship with someone who I knew already was shady right but then again I think when you fall in love and if if it's the most satisfying love imaginable that they're describing it's very hard to yeah that's why I'm also like if it's one time and this is the most like this is the person I'm supposed to be with then yeah one time okay you can look past it but if it's serial cheating then absolutely not because that's not worth it at all that's just reckless and reprehensible right so then there's another question which was are there people you envy enough that you would want to trade lives with them Nick pauses and Jessica gets mad again and then nick says i was gonna say bruce willis as a joke and then drew mentions that that would be awesome because he'd get to fuck to me more which i think the reason nick was saying it was because of die hard and stuff right. like, i don't think he was saying it because of Demi, although that would definitely be a nice perk but um because she's just beautiful but 
She's unimaginably, I met her last year. She <laughs> looks unimaginably gorgeous. So whatever. Drew gets a pass for that one. Because <laughs> it wasn't mean or anything. It was just kind of. Yeah, him just, well, just a little yeah. vulgar. But Nick says, I don't want to trade lives with anyone because I get to fuck Jessica Simpson. And then Jessica goes, Nick. <laughs> like, because he had said, I guess, fuck. Like that. I guess she doesn't really like when he talks bluntly in right. sexual terms. And so then Nick was like, well, geez, I say one answer. You don't like it. So I changed the answer and you still don't like it. And honestly, I'm not siding with Nick, but I understand what he means because there's that other we were just talking about in the last episode when she's like, am I sexy? And he says yes. And she's like, sexy as the pussycat doll. She was really reaching for a compliment there and reassurance. And in this one, he does it. He's like, I don't need anybody else. I get to fuck Jessica. And then she's like, Nick. Especially when she makes the pussycat dolls comment. She says yes. And she's like, no, you're supposed to say sexier so it's kind of like how is Nick supposed to give an adequate answer yeah I guess she wanted the same enthusiasm but maybe just not sexual yeah like just she wanted the romance she wanted him to say like as perfect as Demi Moore is honey you're 10 times more amazing and I get to be with you so I don't care about that right (laughs) but Nick and Drew were just in the mood to say the word fuck which is fine yeah they're adults they're grown men yeah (laughs) I don't know if Jessica knew that this was a saying Drew says does a bear shit in the woods which is yeah you know it's like a cliche saying if someone says something obvious then the response will be oh well does a bear shit in the woods because obviously it does that was what he was saying but he was probably saying it kind of ironically since they were in the woods and so jessica says like without a hint of irony or joking she goes i hope not Oh, Jessica. Jessica. Of course they do. Yeah. I just, she's so innocent. It's really you know? cute, though. She's the cutest. That's why I just, I feel like I couldn't get annoyed with her little moments because she's cute. I don't know. Like, it's not, to me, it's not annoying. Yeah. It's like endearing. It's not like as if she's talking as if she knows something confidently. Yeah. You know, when she has no idea what she's talking about. It's just, she just, she's just very <laughs> candid. Like she just doesn't know. Mm-hmm. And it's her genuinely not knowing, but she's not, like I said, assuming to know more than. Another priceless Jessica moment. Yeah. And so then it's another morning. They spent too long out here. <sighs> I think it should have been one night. Yeah. One overnight. And this is what made me so mad. Oh. Again. This really made my blood boil. Yeah. Because, so Leah asked Drew to make her a sandwich and he goes do your legs work do your hands work and she was like well geez like I just asked and Drew says that's the way of the woman hear no and keep bitching yeah they just keep bitching until they get their way oh okay okay Drew mm-hmm. and then Leah's like don't fuck with me today like I'm PMSing yeah and uh I'm ha- I'm proud of her for saying don't fuck with me today but it was just so okay again with the editing maybe she was sitting there and asking him for tons of shit for like an hour and this is the only thing they showed but even in that case like I just do not think there's any excusable reason to talk to her like that yeah he was just so rude it's not because I know there's another scene where Jessica asked Nick to hand her right hit her purse yeah he makes some dumb joke or something that like anything else yeah yeah but it wasn't again that was just him being normal picky yeah Nick well that was just regular for their relationship banter I guess is the best way to explain yeah. it he wasn't trying to make a dig at her no 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 I've heard stuff like that before where I'll be around a couple and one of them will have a request like that and then they're 
person will be like, I'm the maid around here. Yeah. Like, just like a funny thing. But Drew was mean. Yeah. I just don't understand. Why even do that? I don't know. Like, if you're going to be that bitter and mean to everybody, why even go on a trip? Go alone or maybe just with Nick? I just... Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I have to... A little aside... One time I was watching this show and my, or me and my friend were watching it at her house and her brother was there and he came into the room and was like, I think he was using the computer because we were, it was in an open living room and he was kind of like watching it and like turning to the side every so often. And then he goes, those guys are like gay together. (laughs) And we were like, no, they're not. Ew. And he was like, they're so gay together. Like, you can tell that they just want to be there alone and they don't want those girls there. And I was like, they are brothers. And he was like, what? He's like, they seem like they're so gay together. (laughs) Alexa, please play Sweet Home Alabama. I don't get an incestual vibe. It's definitely a boys club vibe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a very clear line. It's like me and you are the same and then those two are the same. Right. Whereas it's not like, okay, we have the brotherly bond, but then we also have the couple bond and then they also have their girl bond. It's just like, nope, we're cutting a line right down the middle. Right. It's that's, us against you. Yeah. That's why I was questioning, like you said, we'll get into it in the book, but that's why I thought it was like a boys trip because like that's just how the feeling came off to me. But yeah. your friend's brother thought it was well, something more than that. <laughs> Stay together. <laughs> um, yeah, I just think, especially pointing out that's the way of the woman, like turning it into a woman thing. Yeah. Other than just, you know, you as a person are annoying me rather than, oh, women are just like this in yeah. general. I hate that kind of thing. It's so just misogynist and it's yeah. gross. Because, like, there's definitely, like, times where, ugh, see, this is what I kind of hate because with the podcast, we're just kind of talking specifically about certain circumstances. So I might say something that, like, if someone just hears that one thing they're just like oh well you just hate men and it's like no like I'm just talking about the frustration of this the behavior that was displayed in that specific moment Uh how I feel like whatever but if I'm just like oh well guys it's like I'm not saying all men it's just like the people who did that because even if like a woman was doing it it's not okay Mm -hmm. it's so wrong I wonder how Leah felt after this aired and she saw it because yeah because sometimes when you see something on tv or you even just when you hear your voice recorded or when you see a picture of yourself you're like oh that's what yeah that's what it looks like oh my god and i would have been so humiliated if i was her that all these millions of people saw my husband act like that toward me because like i'm assuming leah just has a regular job so it's like Mm -hmm. probably people she worked with like oh my gosh like that's how your husband talks to you and then their opinion of drew is completely skewed So then he he lays it on thicker because there's bees swarming and Nick is just like, oh man, it seems like someone stepped on their nest. Right. And Drew says, I bet it's one of the PMS girls bitching and pissing everybody else off. You know, they made the bees mad. Because <laughs> they did that. Yeah. Maybe you made the bees mad with your misogyny, Drew. Maybe they're feminist bees. Yeah. They were like, fuck you. The queen bee is the one who controls the hive, so I mean. And Jessica was there, and she is the queen, so. Yeah. Maybe that was it. The bee, the queen bee was like, I feel competition because Jessica's here and she's the queen. That sounds about right. Yeah. But of course, it's our Jessica, so she breaks the weird tension by singing a cute song uh, about Jesus. Yes. We're going camping now. We're on our way. We're going to climb up the mountain and run and jump and play and as we hike along we're gonna sing hallelujah to our king i love her she's just so cute yeah i just wish she was like my bff or something you wish you were her casey 
Oh my god, I would love to just wait on Jessica. That would be really fun. <laughs> I mean, and it really worked out for Casey because she married uh, uh, Donald Faison from Clueless and Scrubs. Yes. And she has really adorable kids. They have the most beautiful children. Oh my goodness. Yeah. They must all have so much fun. Her, Ashley, Jessica, all their kids. It must be a good time. I think so. So when they're hiking again. Right. Jessica says that she can't wait to read the Daniel Steele book. Right. And Nick is like, oh, you're going to read a romance novel? And Jessica goes, I need some kind of romance. <laughs> and I actually, I'm going to give Nick another break here. I That was like an unnecessary comment for her to make. Yeah. I'm looking forward to laying in the tent reading Daniel Steele. Oh, yeah. You're going to get into romance novels now, babe? I need some kind of romance in my life. Oh, God. Screw you. <laughs> But who knows, maybe in the second before then he was, she probably said something like, oh, you know, let's sit by the fire and cuddle. And he was like, no, I'm going to go, you know. Yeah, I'm going to go check the scores. The <laughs> yeah. You know what like, I mean? Like, he needs to, I need to go and sit in the car and listen to the, the basketball. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, we're always going to give Jessica more of a benefit of the doubt. But I did think that that was, it was an unnecessary jab in the moment. But I don't blame her for doing a low blow like that because Nick is constantly doing it to her. So, yeah. And also she. She's, what, 22 years old still at this point? Like, come on. Oh, and then Nick is mean again because there's a guy that walks by. Did you catch this? And he's, like, fat. And Nick goes, well, we saw our first bear. I heard him say, oh, we saw our first bear. But I didn't hear him say anything about the guy's weed. I interpreted it that way. He might have been saying, like, a gay bear. Yeah. But I don't know. It just kind of seemed like he he was commenting on that the guy was big and scary. Like, burly. (laughs) Yeah. Not all of us are in 98 degrees. So then there's the moment where Jessica makes a joke and then she says, oh, I was just being facetious. And Nick is like, nice word, babe. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I'm using my SAT words because I never took them. <laughs> oh, my God. I actually, he was picking on her a little, but he actually sounded genuine. Yeah. It sounded like he was genuinely like, wow, Jessica, like, like, good job. Proud of you. He's being facetious. Oh. Nice word, babe. Growing up before your eyes, hon. Now you're being facetious. Using my SAT words that I never took. I mean, I don't know what year of school she did that was her last normal year, but you're not learning vocab words if you're recording your album when you're 17, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, facetious, great word. Yeah, and she said, she's like, everyone says sarcastic, and she wanted to do something different. So like, (laughs) not only did she use the word correctly, but... She had enough, she has a mental thesaurus going on. She's like, I'm not going to use that word everyone uses. What else can I use? Yeah. So then they're in the tent again. Right. That night, and Jessica and Nick are fighting, and Jessica goes you know what Nick and he's like what and she's like I love you I bet you didn't think I was gonna say that it was so sweet that she diffused the fight by just saying I love you yeah and then Nick said I love you too in that kind of like annoyed tone where I mean I'm sure you've been in the situation before where you're like in a fight with your yeah, and significant like, other and they're like well I love you and you're like I love you too but <laughs> I still kind of want to just throw something a little bit <laughs> I know I still want to punch you in the face but I won't because I love you. Yeah. It's hard to undo 18 years of spoiledness. You know what? Leave your wife alone. Oh, you just asked me to do everything. You know what, Nick? What? I love you. But you didn't think I was going to say that. I love you too. But I did, 
I did think that was really sweet that she just decided to end it and just say I love you because I've been in that situation too where you're arguing with your boyfriend and sometimes we'll be in an argument and then I'll just sit and I'll be like wait am I mad right am I actually mad about what we're arguing about because it's actually important and then I'm like oh wait I just love this person so this is stupid yeah and then it's the next day again right right they stayed here too long yeah especially for people that didn't want to be around each other right (laughs) and then nick i guess they they bought a watermelon so jessica asks him to hand it to her because she's like i can't move like she's like so sore and he does get up and hand it to her so drew maybe just a little lesson there that if your wife says can you get me something you just do it and it should be vice versa right like, that was something that Leah said before. She's like, it's supposed to be 50-50. And exactly. Thank uh, you, Leah. Uh, By the way, what a flawless name. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, so then Nick says he has a five-year plan to rid her of her spoiledness. And even though Jessica flat out says that she's spoiled... I don't know. I just hate that he's always saying that about her because she's not, to me, spoiled is Veruca Salt from Willy Wonka. Yeah, I want it now and I'm demanding it. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a future episode where, um, I think it's the Newlyweds Decorate one where her hair is wet and they're sitting down and they're arguing and he's like, you are such a brat. You're a spoiled brat. And she goes, I'm not a brat. I'm a nice girl. She's like, I'm spoiled, but I'm not a brat. And that distinction is important, I think, because you can be spoiled and be nice. (laughs) Again, Jessica being self-aware and amazing. Yeah. But then, yeah, they there wasn't that much left for the rest of the episode. They pack everything up, and then uh, Leah says next time they go, they get cabins, and Jessica's like, no, next time we go, we go to Hawaii. Yes. So I agree with Jessica. <laughs> yeah, and then Jessica tries to say something positive rather than just complain about, you know, ugh, that sucked. Yeah. She says that she liked going camping. It was fun, but it's just the bear stuff that's annoying. Right. And Drew goes let the excuses begin it's not an excuse she's she's giving a legitimate reason for why there is a problem with camping that is really stressful making sure that you keep not just bears but every animal you'd still not want like a little squirrel or something in your tent either you know what i mean no all of the things that can go wrong and it could get really cold the weather um you don't know what's gonna happen there's a lot of things that i feel like are very legitimate reasons why somebody wouldn't want to camp that aren't girly vain reasons like she was coming up with a genuine thing bear thing is annoying it's difficult to right make sure everything's perfect all the time in that way and then there's such a huge consequence if you fuck up that i feel like it was very valid and the fact that he had to yet again now it's the end of the trip you're gonna be free of jessica very soon you could at least just keep your mouth shut for all the times that they say shut it yeah they need to shut it it was just a little unnecessary it was deeply unnecessary and i just am disgusted by drew especially yeah because he just he was mean it was mean-spirited like i said it wasn't just little comments here and there there was true negative feelings there yeah which is really unfortunate so before we get into our fashion segment is there anything (laughs) else you want to say about this episode um no i think we pretty much covered it completely yes i think we got it so now we're going to move on to our fashion segment yay (laughs) it's all about fashion it's all about beauty it's fun for me Jessica pretty much was wearing, most of the time when we saw her, she was wearing a navy blue sweatshirt, jeans, and her Uggs. She had tan Uggs that she folded them uh-huh. over so all the fur was exposed on the outside. The fluffy ones. Yes. Yeah, she all, she has the overalls too, but it's mainly 
the big hoodie and she looks cute as always the first scene in the limo we get another shot of the poncho which every appearance of it just gets better and better and then we also see it again in the next episode yeah and in future episodes she wears that thing all the time yeah and it's what justin timberlake wore when he played her on snl too oh really that was like the icon did you ever see that i don't think so <gasps> oh my god julie <laughs> We have to watch it right now. Maybe I'll even clip it into this episode. Jessica talks about this in her in her book too. And now a message from Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson. Hi, I'm Nick Lachey, formerly of the band 98 Degrees and currently of, well, nothing. And I'm his wife, Jessica Simpson, formerly of the band Jessica Simpson. This was like, it, it was one of those uh, skits that kind of went viral. You guys are overreacting. So what if I thought chicken of the sea tuna was actually chicken? Or that I thought buffalo wings were actually made out of buffaloes? So what if I cried for three whole days when I thought Peter Pan was ground up to make peanut butter? So what if I never learned to read? All right, and when I sign autographs, I have to sign with an X. Okay, okay honey, that's enough. That's enough. Got- oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, that was good. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, I remember in Jessica's book, she talks about how that was actually an honor. <laughs> yeah, because like obviously it's SNL, so there's some bits that were like over exaggerated, but like the parts were very true where Jimmy Fallon as Nick is like, oh, I wouldn't trust her to cure a ham. And she's like, oh, it's sick. I know Jessica for a long time, and I, I know she's not going to cure cancer, okay? <laughs> to be honest, I wouldn't even trust her to cure a ham. Oh, the ham is sick. <laughs> That's something I could genuinely see Jessica saying. I could see her saying, like, what does that mean? Cure a ham. Yeah. Cure it of what? Is it yeah, <laughs> like what's wrong with it? But um, that was really cute. Yeah, so back to the fashion. Yes. First she wears the overalls and the red Cincinnati hat. Yeah. Which I guess is Nick's. And she has her big hoops and the ponytail and everything. And then she wears overalls again later on when they're at the campsite. That's when she has the bandana, right? Yeah, she has a blue bandana on. And I paused the show to see what her shirt said. Because on the back it said, requires constant supervision. Oh, <laughs> Jessica. That's again her being self-aware and playing into the whole she's young and maybe a little naive kind of thing. Right. But that was really it for fashion. Yeah, it was like 90% of the episode she was just wearing like jeans and a sweatshirt, which she was wearing practical outfits for going camping. It's not like she was wearing like a mini skirt and a tube top. Exactly. She definitely, I don't know, especially because she's on camera. I just love that Jessica doesn't still doesn't care. Yeah. So that's going to do it for our fashion segment. Yes. Now I'm going to read from one of Time Magazine's top 100 books that you must read in 2020. Open book by Jessica Simpson. She actually talks about this episode specifically as soon as she gets into the newlyweds section of her book. I'm really excited to see what she says about this. (laughs) So it's chapter 11, Into the Fishbowl. So we thought it would be fun if Nick took you camping, the woman in my living room said. This was a production assistant whose name I can't remember. There were so many people in and out of our house that in the beginning we lost track of who was who. Nick wants to go camping? I asked. My husband was not somebody who randomly planned adventures. If we weren't working, we were on the couch or trying to figure out how exactly we were going to pay the mortgage on our million dollar house in Calabasas. It would be funny, she said. Fun. Where? I asked. 
Like, where do you even go camping in L.A.? Santa Barbara? Yosemite. I had no idea where Yosemite was, and I swear I had it confused with Jellystone. Like with Yogi Bear, I asked. Are there bears there? Oh, that's good, she said. You should be worried about that. We can use that. Welcome to the filming of season one of Newlyweds, Nick and Jessica, and the first year of my marriage places everyone when i packed for the trip i stuffed as much as i could into my spring 2003 louis vuitton murakami bag before i had children or my dogs that bag was my child it went everywhere with me is this okay i asked the crew they smiled you be you jessica if i was being me i would have said no to camping but i guess they had enough footage of us sitting on the couch so a camping we will go the plan was for us to drive up to yosemite national park with nick's brother drew and his wife leah who were good wingmen on the show They were family, and I could completely be myself around them, which is to say that Leah and I could sit in the back of the car and commiserate about cramps. My dad decided Nick and I were a 21st century version of I Love Lucy, so early on, the producers were positioning Drew and Leah as our Fred and Ethel. They were there on behalf of the viewers, rolling their eyes at something I said. At least I had the physical comedy of Lucy. I wiped out twice on the hike through Yosemite, though I think that was because I wasn't used to wearing flats. If I were in my four-inch heels, that never would have happened. We were just a few weeks into filming the show, and in the beginning there was the sense that you always had to be doing something so they could capture it as nick did stuff like load the car or cook the burgers i asked aloud am i supposed to be helping not so much to fulfill my role as a new wife but to act out my role as a character it was one giant learning curve figuring out how to be married and how to create content for a kind of show that had never been done before something they were calling a reality show then she gets into the whole thing about the osbornes being first and all of that so there's a lot of interesting stuff in this just two pages first of all the fact that this entire trip was orchestrated by the producer right they make it seem like drew and nick wanted to go on a camping trip right and by default okay we'll bring the wives right and you would think that i mean because it just seemed like they were into it like they were into the whole camping thing but i guess the producer suggested this and also brought in leah and drew as fred and ethel right and what i'm wondering is because i never knew that leah and drew were considered anything other than oh they're family so they're going to be around but they actually thought of them as characters too and they thought of them as fred and ethel which is so interesting and i bet you anything that drew and leah were trying to get a show that like a spinoff right i could see that yeah especially because 98 degrees was really kind of not a thing at this point and you no. know nick was going solo i don't know i don't know what drew has done with the past 15 years i'm sure he has done some music i know 98 degrees did an album but besides that i'm sure he's he's done music on his own or something like that but really interesting that they wanted them to be characters too right and so she this is the first thing that she says about newlyweds and so she positions the whole thing from more of a angle of this is a show which she says places everyone and she says you know if it was me i wouldn't be doing that at all but i had to do it for the show i just thought that was interesting because we think about newlyweds as one of the first celeb reality shows and how real it is compared to today's reality shows but jessica's saying this whole thing was manufactured i didn't even want to go on this trip you know nick and drew didn't even plan it it was the producers right so like that whole bit of them staring at the computer while they're at drew's house in in like the very first couple minutes of the episode uh jessica's like are you guys still looking at stuff and then drew's like no we're looking at porn like so funny yeah yeah that's just kind of like yeah and the, the fact that jessica said oh like are there bears there yeah and the producer instead of replying and answering her question she's like "Ooh, that's good yeah we we can use that yeah it must be weird to have people in your home literally like on top of you that are 
you know, if you make a comment, they're like, ooh, 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 you can use that. Great. Right. Instead of them being like, no, like, this is an actual issue. You need to be aware and concerned. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like, oh, well, let's play off Jessica being Jessica. Yeah, I think it's interesting that because the bear ended up being the runner and that was all planned the producer told her she they probably told her multiple times the bear thing is going to be a thing in this episode so you need to keep asking about the bear and worrying about the bear and which they didn't even see any bears not to say that there wasn't any bears around that campsite but right and maybe jessica didn't even really leave her products with her in the tent you know what i mean yeah they might have like told leah oh say that not that it was okay if it did happen like maybe it was just like a lip gloss or something Mm -hmm. and then jessica was like like, oh yeah ha ha I did that yeah because I feel like when the producers are around which on reality tv there's always a producer who's just standing there to the side to orchestrate things anything can turn into an idea so if they were all sitting there and getting along and everything was fine maybe they chose to antagonize the situation or something yeah or you know who knows maybe we're being so hard on Drew maybe they said Drew in this episode we want you to be ornery and mean yeah like, be like the put old... your foot down yeah, yeah like be the one who's complaining and whatever i mean i'm just speculating obviously but that was really good insight and then also she says we were trying to figure out how we were going to pay off our million dollar home so i'm thinking maybe we overestimated how rich they were before this show because i assume that they were both millionaires maybe not 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 uh tens of millions like i thought maybe they each had like two million dollars or something in their bank account maybe liquid i don't know but i thought they probably also own cars they you know own other expensive stuff too so i figured that would be like their net worth because even if you don't have a number one i mean i know it was harder for pop stars to make money like basically all the pop stars say that at the beginning of their career they made no money and the record label was super harsh and spent so much money promoting them and then when the money started coming in they just took it because they had put so much money out to begin with and all that kind of stuff so maybe they really didn't have that much money because unless jessica's just trying to see even more relatable in this book she mentioned several times you know the last one we read she was like i knew i was a mid-level celebrity right it's just interesting to me because i feel like even especially back then it was easier for celebrities to make big money in music because there was streaming was just kind of beginning and right but i guess she didn't she did a tour and i know she did ricky martin's tour she did the 90 degrees tour and i don't know if she did her own tour i want to say that she did but it was like a small one okay I guess they just, like, I wouldn't think they would have a problem paying their mortgage, basically. I wouldn't even think that they had a mortgage. I thought that most celebrities in LA, they buy their houses outright, you know, because they can. But I guess they couldn't. But that kind of makes sense, because then when you see how once Newlyweds kind of picked up, and then there was a lot more press about them, and then Jessica did the dessert line. So, like, I feel like that's when they really started picking up momentum, but they weren't there yet. Like, at this point, I feel like they were probably still, like, pushing the wheel, Mm-hmm. Well, she also said that her wedding left them in debt. Yeah. And I actually found another article. Actually, maybe I'll I'll read some from it because they were in People Magazine the week that this episode aired. And she said that the wedding cost them like $200,000. Oh my goodness. And I'm just wondering like how did they – because first of all, it's customary for the bride's parents to pay for the wedding, right? Right. Which would probably be appropriate since Joe is Jessica's manager. So I'm guessing that even back then before newlyweds, he was doing pretty well. 
with his bank account, you know, if he's getting 10% of everything Jessica's getting. Right. But I don't think that he paid for it. I think that Jessica and Nick make it sound like they bought it to get, or bought it, but they, they, you know, they paid for everything. Right together i don't know so much to speculate about okay so that'll do it for our open book segment and we do have the people article that came out this week in 2003 yeah <laughs> so it says nick and nick Lachey and jessica simpson want to make one thing perfectly clear about newlyweds the new mtv reality show that will document the pop stars first year together as husband and wife we're not doing any sex scenes says Lachey. we don't want the show to be cheesy explains simpson and that's just cheesy <laughs> I don't even think that's cheesy. I think that's just edgy. Like, first of all, I mean, I know they're just kidding. We don't even, I don't need to dissect this. They're obviously joking. (laughs) So the executive producer, Rod Asa, says, the twist to the show is that while Jessica and Nick are stars, they're also real people who have to experience the dynamics of a real relationship. Tell it to Lachey. The thing I learned about Jessica is that she's used to having everything done for her, he says. She'll take off her shoes in the living room and they'll just stay there for the whole week until I put them away. She'll leave a jacket here, a purse there. I finally had to sit her down and tell her I'm not your mom. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Which, okay, it is really annoying when people just leave things around and then they just sit there forever and then eventually they accumulate. So I kind of see where he's coming from, but don't you feel like they kind of use these interviews in the press to get each other yeah a little bit yeah jessica says our wedding left us bankrupt it was estimated two hundred thousand dollars now she's teaching other brides to get hitched in style but on a budget with the recently released i do achieving your dream wedding a book and dvd set too bad says nick we didn't have any of that wisdom yeah so i actually haven't ever read this book i'm thinking of maybe ordering it on ebay or something because i don't think it's in print anymore but yeah jessica released that book about the planning of her wedding and in a few episodes we're gonna see the press tour that she goes on for it oh wow and i am interested to read it she said that she loved the whole wedding planning process and she was really passionate about it but the fact that she's writing this book about doing it on a budget is funny because <laughs> he said it's $200,000. You know, just a very casual price for a wedding. Right. I just feel like she <laughs> maybe doesn't know that much at this point about planning a budget wedding, but I'm sure she worked with someone on the book. So remember in the first episode when I was like, if she doesn't put the toilet paper on the on the thing, right. then where does she put it? So we have a follow-up on that. Yay! It says, as for the couple's exposure to each other, there are definite signs of a warming trend. I hang up my own wet towels now, Simpson boasts, and I put the toilet paper back on the roll, not on top of the toilet. Oh. Yes, says Lachey, <laughs> eager to build on their new housekeeping rapport. You are vastly improved there, but... He just can't help himself. The wet towel thing, I'd say you have a 60-40 success rate there at best. Oh my goodness. Which, that is really gross to leave a wet towel just sitting on the floor. It starts to smell really quickly. Yeah. I think it's definitely going to be a requirement for me to have a husband like Nick in only the sense that I want him to be very clean. Right. Because you don't want to clean up after anybody. Obviously, Nick is expressing that. (laughs) yeah so there was also i was looking for articles that address this episode directly and i really only found a camping article about how different camping moments in reality tv and then there was a i think it was a gothamist article called loving and hating newlyweds nick and jessica oh boy she mentions the louis vuitton bag it's the only thing she mentions about this episode i said it's was such a big deal to people for some odd reason i don't get it but okay and 
in the article, this is not related to the camping thing, but I just thought it was interesting. It says, additionally, people are taking bets as to how long the Simpson-Lachey union will last. Gothamist says it will last as long as Nick stays interested in Jessica physically because that seems to be the only reason why they're together now. But we hope the show stays on because we love hating them. I don't get why you would... Oh so goodness. rude yeah like what's your problem dude like if you hate them why are you investing your time and energy into watching yeah them? i'm not a big hate watcher Neither i know I. that's definitely a thing if you read that article and you're a sensitive human being don't read the comments because the comments were so mean mm-hmm. like i was hoping to find some thoughts about the episode but people were just commenting saying how horrible jessica is it's all the pressure on jessica all the meanness on everything directed to her and it would just be so different now like the media is so especially after me too and all of that as we were saying in an earlier episode right sensitive to comments about women and in this era it was just it was a free-for-all yeah it was like oh she's annoying so she deserves it yeah there's a time and a place for everything yeah so sometimes that's just private things you keep to yourself yes so should we get into the youtube comments yes okay what do you have okay so most of the comments that i see are just like oh jessica it's so gross that she just keeps burping um but then there was one comment it's kind of long so i'm kind of just gonna paraphrase it but uh there's the this person says they like both jessica and nick but they think it's weird how this particular episode was uh produced heavily but Mm -hmm. how nick was very blunt and i guess kind of aggressive with jessica however when he married vanessa he talks to her much more sweetly oh i'm sure he does i mean yeah yeah i think part of it is maybe he grew up a little and he also probably learned from losing jessica because jessica writes about in her book how he wanted to stay together and he kept like insisting that they stay together even though there was nothing really there anymore and she was like okay fine we can work on this if we go to couples therapy and nick didn't want to and then he did go a few times and then he just stopped showing up he didn't even tell her oh wow or whatever and then she was like well okay so you're giving up on us then i tried here with you yeah what else do you want yeah um someone else says jessica looks about 15 without makeup because yeah she does she looks really cute she does i have one that just says why did they marry those girls if they wanted girls who did stuff (laughs) they knew what they were like beforehand (laughs) geez which is true which is what we've said over and over again that nick knows he should have known what he was getting into yeah christine g says watching men who are condescending and impatient makes me appreciate my man Love to treat me like a queen. No complaints, no mean comments. Good. Yes. That's what you deserve, queen. And then we have uh, Alan Kesey, who says, Nick is good with the jokes. We just saw our first bear, which like wasn't the most tasteful thing to say, Nick, but whatever. Mm. But then we have Susie says, I used to love Jessica and still love her so much. I think she does know how to do some things like use a washer dryer, but acts like she doesn't. It's not her fault completely. Nick should have been more aware of this. It's ridiculous and brutal watching how absolutely ignorant they can be jessica like just like everybody i think not just jessica so this person called drew flowers who i think is drew lachey oh boy (laughs) he says the camping trip was so funny drew's just laid back jessica is just real immature nick's so insecure best part of that trip is when drew scares both girls that was the best he's definitely the funnier and nicer brother drew find something to do other than watching newlyweds and commenting on yourself please yeah <laughs> oh gosh okay and this person says nick and jessica remind me of me and Mahabi. Mahabi knows so much about everything and isn't always being a dick but they just joke around 
their best friend if they were best friends it's sad that it all went wrong but. yeah i mean there are a lot of cute moments in this season that we'll get into this just was not one of them yeah electric angel 92 says i think she is quite funny and just gives zero fucks they are just way too different and we're doomed from the beginning yeah i mean we've talked about that already but the giving zero fucks thing is the best it's just such a good personality trait because she's just not paranoid she's not on edge about you know everything like honestly i love ashley dearly but it's funny to me that like i feel like we kind of perceived ashley back then as the more real one right but ashley was like more on edge and anxious and worried about what people were gonna think and like and all that kind of stuff when you watch her show like she's definitely in her own head more than jessica who would just blurt you know (laughs) yeah i feel like that well that's the difference that jessica is more candid and ashley's more calculated because she was trying so hard with dyeing her hair black and then like while recording her first album she's like no like i don't want to make pop music i don't i don't want to be hillary doff who Mm -hmm. would that's who they're trying to like compare her to but shannon espinosa says jessica has a good scream she should act in some horror films Ooh, i don't think she ever did one i think she should she should we want more jessica in movies and music in general yes 2445 ego says lmao drew's wife which is a mood (laughs) (laughs) someone says natalie marie says did she really just put nail polish on her lips what the fuck no girl no she's not that i mean i don't think she's stupid at all but she's really not that stupid no oh god someone said casey ruined their marriage no No. she absolutely didn't if their marriage was solid casey moving in would have done nothing in fact nick should have well we'll get into it with that episode but nick should have been more welcoming and nice he does the same thing that he does to jessica which is picks on her yeah you know he picks on the whole thing of letting her move in and all that kind of stuff diane f just says Nick treat Jess like hell. Oh, God. Where is it? Noem Miss Stephanie, 93, says, Now I see why they divorced. Nick was always jerky to Jessica. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Ellen Casey says, Boring. I think Nick married her because she let him dominate her all the time. She always made it seem like he was superior to her. She had more brains than Nick ever had. And he had no way of making the money she has. It's true. I mean, most of us aren't going to make almost a billion dollars. So yeah, that makes sense. I'm trying to find something else. Everything's just like, next mean, next mean. Because he is mean. Yeah. We don't love you. <laughs> Someone says the true love story is the brothers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're not suggesting they're gay together. No, 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 no. <laughs> but yeah. Someone says this by far my favorite episode. Ugh so how i don't know and then mrc woodwork says loading up on magazines lol because well we didn't have phones didn't do what they do now true so i think that is gonna do it for our youtube comments should we rate the episode i think so we forgot last week yeah we did not rate the episode wait we should probably rate the dancers episode first because we never did right okay let's see so the dancers now let's think back let's think back to the underwear that said nick on the ass Mm -hmm. and jessica's much more expensive underwear yes (laughs) (laughs) okay so what would you rate the episode the dancers i would probably rate the dancers we're still doing it out of five so i'd say i'd rate it four out of five four out of five what uh jessica's burps (laughs) (laughs) wait wasn't that your first one yeah still i'm just gonna keep going with it okay (laughs) so i'm gonna rate it four out of five 
expensive underwear sets. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to rate this episode, Newlyweds Go Camping. So it's kind of hard to rate because if you're rating it based on like entertainment, I guess it's entertaining, but I hate this episode. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> it's so hard to watch and it's so, I mean, in general, like I think I prefer the episodes that are more mixed. Like I like when they have half of the celebrity life and then half of them at home. Right. It just feels more like a real show because it's like balanced, you know, and because sometimes they, they have episodes like this where they are just so low key and so normal and then it's almost jarring when then they go sing you're like oh yeah they're famous singers <laughs> you do that yeah <laughs> yeah so i think i'm gonna rate this episode two out of five um nail polish lip glosses oh yeah um i definitely rate this one i'm gonna say as well like two out of five louis vuitton bags mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and if anyone wants to send us louis vuitton bags with nail polish lip glosses inside Ooh. we'll give you our addresses because that's worth risking getting killed <laughs> <laughs> i've never had a louis vuitton before i've had the fake one as i've said in a previous episode i had the canal street version but i've never had a real louis vuitton have you so, no so no. make our dreams happen i i think the closest thing i've had to like that and it's not even on the same stature is like there's an outlet north Woodbury Commons. yeah okay i wasn't sure like how much information we're gonna disclose so we don't get murdered but yeah there was <laughs> i mean our first and last names are on oh that's true <laughs> never mind um we're from the tri-state area everybody <laughs> yeah we're gonna do a meetup just kidding covid <laughs> maybe yeah. after that'd be fun oh that would be fun yeah we all just wear like jessica or ashley inspired outfits oh my god i i need to try to find like i'm gonna look on ebay for some merchandise of jessica because obviously you can buy her her line right but i want a jessica simpson like with tour her t-shirt face. Yeah. yeah i want her face on my body and then i want a hat that says jessica i want to spray the perfume i want i want everything jessica for these meetups all of it yeah um but yeah the closest thing i've had to a louis vuitton bag which is not even close i remember i like i think it was about like 13 or so mm-hmm. and i saved up my money that i got for my birthday because i wanted a purse mm-hmm. you know i had to put my lip gloss and other things and my ipod in my purse so it was too much to just carry in my pocket so i went to woodbury commons and i wanted to do and burke and i found them their clearance bin a purse that was like i think like 35 dollars because it was like i guess like someone in the store like nicked it with something so it had like this little like pen mark on it but it was so tiny so it's almost like you're basically giving this to me for free so ah yeah that's so funny because i also had a dooney and Bur- a burke <laughs> bag right when they started being in it was one of those little ones that had it was like a cream color and it said db all over it in mm. different colors it was kind of like rainbow and then the part i love the most is that it had hanging on it it had like a metal heart that was pink and said dooney and burke oh that was very much at the time i loved that cutesy stuff yeah and because i was i don't know 12 yeah. or whatever but- and i begged my begged my dad to get me that because like Dune and Burke that's one thing I always loved they always had like really bright kind of fun like coach is nice but like they're kind of more no offense I hate coach no like coach is like a pet peeve of mine really I don't like their designs I feel like they're so overrated coach and Michael Kors yeah Michael Kors I definitely agree with coach I just feel like is bland but like Dune and Burke they tried to do like fun like cute stuff so yeah they actually partner with Disney they have a bunch of Disney Dune and Burke oh I didn't know that yeah there's so many cute oh my god i found a jessica tour shirt yeah she did go on a tour before like a full tour before newlyweds it was called the dream chaser tour which now i remember it was 2001 there's a really weird picture of her on it she's like pulling her hair that is a weird picture it's a weird picture to choose for the that reminds me of ashley's album cover for autobiography oh my god 
head. That's really funny. Ashley, you stole this weird pose. <laughs> Ashley looks more ne- Ashley looks more like she's just kind of holding her head. This looks like Jessica's like yanking yeah, her like hair. She was like running her hands through her hair and they're like pause. I'll post it on the when we release this episode, I'll post it on the Instagram because I think that it's so weird yeah. that people need to see it. Yeah, and there's also one from when she did Come On Over which we'll get to that album and song when we get to it. We're going to review all of Ashley and Jessica's music eventually on here so yay this one is better it looks like a bad transfer like it doesn't look like yeah welcome to the segment where we critique Jessica's tour shirts (laughs) (laughs) all right guys we've been talking for a long time and we have to get ready to go to three parties that we have today that we're performing at so there don't worry they're socially distant uh we have all kinds of rules they're outside all that kind of stuff so we're not we don't condone having parties it's usually like smaller gatherings just want everyone to know that we are not on board with spreading covid like some people are no so wear your your masks (laughs) wash your hands please please yes uh don't stay home you know all of that still even though it's freaking what's the day are we recording this saturday november 4th it should have been gone by now so just stop okay (laughs) bye guys bye thank you so much for listening to the ashley and jessica cast please don't forget to rate review and subscribe it really helps us out and tell all of your friends who still listen to sweet kisses 21 years later you know the type and make sure that you follow us on instagram at ashley and jessica cast on Twitter at AshleyJessicast and send us an email at AshleyAndJessicast at gmail.com. You can check out my other podcast, Movie Cinema Film. I do it with my friend Jordan. We talk everything movies. It's found anywhere podcasts are heard. And don't forget to check out Jolie's amazing art page on Instagram at JolieCreates. <laughs>